A few weeks ago, I woke up early in the morning and I had this distinct impression uh, not to go back to bed, but to head up into the mountains. This was like at two in the morning and I kind of recognized it as being, you know, a little bit crazy. So I went back to bed. I had no idea uh, why I was uh, uh, being called up there. So I went back to sleep. I woke up and the call remained, go up to into the mountains and I, I'm not a sign guy I don't typically do too much of this it's a little bit of my personality but so it continued around the in the morning until around 10 a.m. and uh, I got in my car and I drove and I'm not a big outdoors guy so I just headed up the canyons here in Salt Lake City a canyon and drove to a place where uh, I could see I could park along the road and I went up about three miles and I found saw a place and I pulled over along the side of the road I've been there before with my family i wasn't sure the reason as i drove but as i drove there i talked to god i said what do you get what, what is it what do you want to show me i mean is there something that i need to learn from this or am i just kind of uh losing my mind so i get out of the car and i walk to the opposite side where there's a river beautiful river up there comes down these mountains so the road goes like this there's trees and there's this river down there and you can get out of your car and go sit by the river so i went there and i sat there on this massive log that was on the on the bench and I was restless because I was searching to create some meaning from this and I just looked around at my surroundings and I, I prayed and I tried to hear him and wanted to see if, it, if this was a time to be communicated with and as as I waited I had nothing else to do but look at my surroundings so I looked at this river it came down strongly around this bend and and then it was narrower up above a bit the bend and then when it came to where i was sitting it really expanded itself to almost like 25 yards wide and therefore the water was probably uh, about that deep and i just watched that river as it spanned out and the water was you know only about a foot deep and sticking up from the riverbed were hundreds of medium sized to larger sized boulders and of course, the top of them weren't wet. They were dry because the water was rushing around them. And just beyond where I was sitting, the river came together again as it flowed past me and it, and it came back into a narrower river, which was deeper. And um, I watched as thousands of gallons of water passed by me. I guess, you know, every minute or two or three i don't know how long it took for a thousand gallons and i just thought about the course of that water and the thought came to me it wasn't a voice it was perhaps my own thought but the thought came to me what did you do to create this river what did you do to fill it with water what did you do to send it all these decades years hundreds of years perhaps down into the valley. And how long has this river been flowing? And so I thought about that and my response in my head was, I've done nothing. And, 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 and I thought, how long has it been flowing? And the thought came a long, long time. How many rivers are like this in the world? And the thought came to me, millions of rivers are like this in the world. And all flowing with water like this one, openly hydrating the land and the people who need it. And I thought of the river as I would think of Christ, the living water. 
and flowing down to anybody who thirsts, like it says in the last chapter of Revelation, come and freely drink of this living water. And I watched and listened as another thousand, five thousand, ten thousand gallons passed by me without a notion of my existence. Suddenly, as I'm sitting there, there's a strong breeze that that uh, uh, comes up uh, from uh, the air, and I watched the trees move all around me, and uh, the branches came alive, and the wind sort of started to roar, just like the river, and animated everything around, and I asked myself, or God asked me, what did you do to cause this wind? And again, my reply was nothing, self-directed or not. It goes where it wants, like Jesus said. And I sunk deeper now into my observation mode. And I wasn't trying to find any meaning myself. I was just letting myself sit there and observe my surroundings. And I noticed animal life around me. And insects like ants were scouring all over the rocks and over the tree where I was sitting and, and dragonflies darting over the water, bouncing on the breeze. And I looked up and I saw different birds that were floating on that the wind that was all around me. And the thought came, what did you do to create? And the, the reply was nothing. And I started to feel really humble before these events of nature that are going on all over this huge world. And before those things, I began to feel in my mind that I had done nothing. And I was really an insignificant part of all these things that were happening. And I cast my eyes to the birds above and I looked behind them. There were massive mountains towering into the skies and uh with covered in trees that were swaying with this wind and with that the echoing of the river and uh thousands of feet into the air and i heard god in my heart not as a voice but as a as a as a probing thought and his message wasn't audible but the message was clear i am the first and the last i am the source of all things humble yourself before me that was the message the message was humble yourself before me and i couldn't resist thinking of the father as the creator of all of his son as being the the flowing water in every river on earth and as his spirit being the wind that moves the trees. And I saw them all as a manifestation of the one God who I worship, supplying and sustaining and calling our world to look to him in spirit and truth. Amidst all these insights, good and bad, the true message was astoundingly clear to my heart before I left. Be still and know that I am God. Nothing before me has any place for boasting. Nothing has any right for being proud. And I drove from that spot and my heart and mind were reset on that day. 
and I realized I'm not in control of anything, really, uh, except my own choices, my own attitude, and the things that I choose to do. But whatever God wants, whatever he allows, whatever he stops, he's right. I have to learn to humbly accept those things that he does and will do. He provides, he decides, he abides, and I and you are there to honor him and give him glory or to somehow ignore him, compete with him, convince ourselves that we are something by comparison. And after this brief encounter, I looked deep into the eyes of true humility, into the act of humbling oneself before him. And I realized that in spite of the fact that God has reconciled the world to himself through his son, he is actively engaging with his children and seeking for them to humble themselves before him while they're in this life. So while the good news has come and was effectively lived out in that New Testament period, the great news uh, is here, and that is the victory has been had, and we still, in the face of it, choose to humble ourselves. My experience, he will treat us just like he treated his own son in the end, uh, and it seems like most true worshipers, in the face of humbling themselves, experience some of the things his son did, that they'll be seen as lesser than the lowest of low. That's a humbling experience. His children aren't seen as the greatest of the great. They're seen as the low of low. And his, his children have less and less allegiance and dependence on money. They use money and will take money and earn money, but they don't make it their, their goal. They will probably have little reputation. Uh, they won't have much worldly wisdom. Uh, they'll have declining acceptance from people around them, even from people who are religious. They will have a family, perhaps, that turns either on them or with them. They might be seen as heretical. They might be seen as crazies. They might not be believed or trusted, or trusted. They might be considered out there. And, but amidst all of that, their alienation from the world, their depression, their poverty of soul, their ultimate death outside the city gates, all that Jesus experienced, there is no denying that he is in control and we all choose to honor him or not through humbling ourselves and seeing him for who he is, or we can reject it. Enjoy your week. Love you so much.